This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Thank you for listening to War Room Moments. Today, we have another special guest. Uh, her name is Jordan, and Jordan uh, works at uh, ProShark, and ProShark is a digital marketing agency, um, and uh, her father's the CEO, and he specifically wanted her to come on to the show and talk about ProShark and and have some really great discussion topics. And uh, yeah, so Jordan, why don't you introduce yourself to uh, the audience? Hello, thank you so much for having me, Jason. I'm very excited to be here. I appreciate your time. So yes, I am at ProShark Digital Marketing. Very happy to be there as well. I'm the creative director currently. Uh, I really enjoy what I do. I started out as a website designer. So I did have to kind of make sure I was building up the experience before I got to where I am here. But I am excited to be here, especially just learning what I've learned from the clients we've had thus far and going forward. So I'm excited to contribute today. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. The creative, what did you call it? The creative Creative director, creative director. I want to be the director of fun. (laughs) That's going to be my new title. (laughs) Is the, is the creative director, director it sounds close to that, but it sounds pretty close. It, yeah, you would be surprised how sometimes <laughs> opposite it can be, but I yeah. enjoy, I enjoy doing what we do here. And so it's an exciting uh, opportunity yeah. for me. Yeah, it's good stuff. Awesome. Well, Hey, so, you know, what's something that is on the radar in the digital marketing space that, you know, we can kind of get out there in the audience so they have more knowledge of it, things of that, that nature, right? So, Right. I think, yeah. I think right now the biggest one in the field would be the digital perception. I think it's often a topic overlooked, um, which is understandable, especially for new businesses, startups, younger businesses, or businesses who are even rebranding or starting over. Um, there really tends to be a lack of focus just out of the sheer craziness. It's understandable because you're really starting to just get a lot of things underfoot. You have so many different priorities specifically for people who are working on kind of building the business back up that it's easy to kind of not see it as a priority. Um, But digital perception can really be anything. The biggest facet's usually always a website. It really is. It's your initial kind of introduction to the potential customer, your initial kind of uh, first impression. So they really kind of get a feel for your business, what you're looking at there. And it can kind of slip through the cracks sometimes. I think one of the things we've really seen is that it doesn't take a priority, which is, like I said, understandable. You have other obligations and priorities, but um, your social media, different things, the little things, it really is the little things that you don't notice if they're done well. But clients, potential customers, they really do catch on and it can even almost break trust if it's not done well. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see that because a poorly done presence, people may view that as 
probably poor results that you can get for people, right? So it it really is. I mean, anything from uh, low quality images to mismatching text to maybe um, low focus on design quality, you really see a lot of things where potential customers see that as a warning sign and it does break trust with that. And then you also then go, it's important not just because they're functional, but also because they really are design aspects that say we pride ourselves on how we look, we pride ourselves then how we do business is what the client hears. And so just taking your time to focus on those things, I think really is um, without becoming too micro-focused, really is an important factor for a lot of businesses right now, just because it's such a high competitive market. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm kind of interested in like, what does that trend look like right now? What is the trend with, um, you know, because if you go back and maybe I'm dating myself, but back into yeah, the, the <laughs> early 2000s into the 90s, everybody, it was like cool to start a website, right? <laughs> that was yes. like the cool thing, right? I was but, just after the MySpace pages. So I understand yeah. everyone had their backgrounds, their themes. Right. Uh, so I completely understand. It really has changed. And not only that, it continues to change at an ex- exponentially faster rate. It really has started to just pick up speed and become its own snowball at how fast these kinds of things change. Um, and I think what happens is that a lot of businesses, like I said, have more important things on sometimes the more like financial side or other focuses that they have, that it becomes less of a priority to listen to trends, to look at trends. I know the biggest one right now that I can think of, TikTok has really revolutionized the way businesses are starting to interact with their clients and potential customers. We're really starting to see businesses put faces Um, particularly a younger generation's face onto their campaigns on these platforms. That's interesting because, I mean, I personally don't hardly know anything about social media. (laughs) Not, not really. Um, I mean, I don't mess with social media. We have people that do the social media stuff, right? Right. So, you know, but how important has all this integration of all these things became, uh, how important is integrating all this stuff together and doing it right? And what does right look like? I mean, you know, what is all that? Because there's a million different opinions on, well, you should be on Facebook. No, old people are on Facebook. Don't, don't <laughs> that's for your parents. You don't go on Facebook, right? <laughs> so, so, but but they're all still platforms that people are using. So how do you take all that stuff and like compress it and use it all together to its maximum potential? I mean, you are perfect for that question um, because (laughs) this is the stuff that you know, us old dogs are like, well, Jesus, where's the light switch? <laughs> I just, you know, right? Somebody called me the other day. He was a young business owner. And he said, oh, yeah, you know, it'd be nice if you, uh, uh, what's the word he used? He used the word uh, elderly business owners oh. to help us out. And I was like, I'm not real sure if I should take that as a compliment or not. <laughs> Can we use the word sage, perhaps? Wise, seasoned. 
are yeah, usually <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, elderly though, man, that that's painful a little bit. But but anyway, it's it's how do we take all this stuff and 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 compress it to use it in in the right way? You know. Well, I'm honored too, and the best insight I can really hopefully add to this is genuinely, which is going to sound not helpful at first, but I promise I'll walk it out. <laughs> genuinely just to focus on what is custom to your business. Every business is different. Every business plan is different. Product, service, clientele. It really is a variety out there. The key isn't so much as getting on everything as it once was, especially when Facebook, Instagram, these things came out. It was really who's on the most. I would say now it's really who's now using the platform that they have with the most quality over quantity. It's not so much about posting probably 6,000 posts a week so much as are you posting six genuinely helpful posts perhaps throughout that week that your clients and your followers and people are able to glean information or understanding about who you are and what your brand and business stand for. There's a really big push for genuine authentic business owners to really be themselves on these apps. And I think it's important to kind of follow that trend and see. And the best advice I could have is really see what other businesses like your business are doing. And if you don't have any businesses in that space, even better, you then get to define what that digital space looks like. You get to then go from there and see what you want that space to look like. And if you're not happy with the existing businesses and the way they run things on their social media and things like that, and you're like, I can do this better, follow that instinct, really follow that instinct and push and put that creative um, side to it to use. Um, and by posting that quality kind of content rather than so much be on everything all at once would be my best advice for that. Yeah. So it's actually more as less. It really is. It's really now there's so much noise. It's really at ProShark, we say cutting through the noise. It really is just getting to the heart of it, seeing what the issues are. And then that way you're able to see genuinely if you're the best fit for your client as well as vice versa. Uh, You're able to really make sure you're getting people who want to do the kind of business that you're in or the kind of product that you're selling. You're really kind of reaching now a more specific audience when you go that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's really difficult for a lot of people to try to figure all this stuff out, right? Because there's so much of it. I mean, it's just, it's inundating, mm-hmm. really. And I mean, just this podcast alone, it's like, you got to have this tool, this tool, this tool, that tool. <laughs> and it's just like... Okay, I'm just going to shoot the videos and somebody else can do the rest. Perfect. <laughs> right? Because so, it's just, it's too much stuff. And, but now I look at my youngest daughter, she's three. Oh, three and a half. Good age. And yeah, but uh, hell, I didn't know. <laughs> we didn't have iPhones. My mom's like, go outside, see you at dinner. Right? That's it. And now she's three years old and she's just on that iPhone, just knocking it out. Right. Right. And it's just like, wow. (laughs) It is. It's a different pace. these, These generations below me are going to be way smarter than we are. No doubt about it. And it's because of all of the technology and all the things and all the stuff. Right. Right. Um, the part I worry and wonder about is when I see, you know, 
uh, I was in the airport here, I don't know, a couple months ago, and it was a, a, a cheerleading squad, right? And they were all sitting across from each other, texting each other back and forth <laughs> instead of like talking to each other. You never know. Were, Someone might not be were, able to hear one thing. <laughs> and they were texting each other back and forth. And I couldn't even help myself. I walked up and I was like, are you just texting each other? <laughs> Talk. <laughs> Have a conversation that still works. <laughs> it's terrifying nowadays. <laughs> yeah. But but you got to wonder, like technology, it's great. But what's the opposite spectrum of it sometimes? Right. So. It really is. And bringing... Uh, linking that kind of gap, I really would say it's like learning a whole new language, being caught somewhere right in the middle of both generations. It really has become learning different. It's kind of like visiting a different country. You want to learn not just the words, but what are the mannerisms? What are the values? What are the cultural um, maybe differences that you don't have over here? And you want to see how you can link that because you just have such a great divide right now for audiences on what they're looking for and what's effective. We really are still kind right. of phasing out what's effective for one versus the other. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a juggling act for sure. It really is. And, and that kind of brings us to the next part of this is, what do you think the struggle with technology is with, you know, in the generational pool? Right. What do you see as being like some of the challenges? I mean, even in your own generation. Um, right. Because I would assume you're in the millennial group, right? I'm right on the zillennial side is what I've heard. Uh, I'm right. Okay. Just go. right in the center. Z- I don't belong. A, any- I'm a no. You're a, a zillennial. <laughs> is that a whole new one? <laughs> I had to come up with a term for us nomads. Just right in the center. <laughs> Not, I'm not oh to be a millennial there, but I'm not young enough That's to be on that Gen Z. So yeah. right somewhere in that center ground. What's funny is, so my wife, she's in the same thing and they call her an, uh, uh, what was the word? Uh, no, it was the same thing. She's an elderly millennial. Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like right on the right on that crossing borderline of gen x i'm a, I'm a gen x latch right. kid um and so she's right on that cusp of of that and it's just interesting because i mean there's this small gap between those right right but like even her, she comes down and she's on my computer and she updates it. I don't know how to do any of that <laughs> crap, right? And, and she's like, oh my God, you're worse than my mom. Just oh. like, <laughs> and, but looking at technology, and what do you see as the biggest struggle with all this technology that we have um, today in today's time? I would say really for businesses, solely focusing on businesses trying to communicate, it's really sometimes missing what platform your audience is on. It really is kind of taking the time to note and analyze where your desired audience is because you could have someone who is uh, Gen X who's up there or 
we'll say wise or sage millennials who are really (laughs) trying to reach down to Gen Z and have great ideas and great products and services for that generation. But they're advertising over in one place, we'll say Facebook, because I know that's the more (laughs) prominently associated one. And most of us are over here on Instagram or uh, TikTok, other aspects like that. Even Snapchat, I know, has some aspects of advertising uh, here and there. So it is just really kind of seeing where your audience is and where your product fits in that market. But I do worry too that we will lose some of that, forgive me if it sounds old fashioned, but that one-on-one, that personal um, business structure, that really is someone coming in and saying, I'd like to do business with you, shake the hand and you kind of move on um, is definitely a risk that we run with how digitized everything has become. It's a free-for-all on the digital space And yet we're really losing, like you said, we're always on our phones. We're always usually attached to a screen. We're losing some of that ability. And I think now it's cherished with Gen Z specifically and uh, the Zillennial side. We're trying to revive some of it, but we get a lot of that now through a makeshift, I would kind of say supplement in things like TikTok where it's instant video, where you're seeing Mm -hmm. someone react with you. So it's definitely shifting and it's a constantly shifting issue, but really just knowing where your audience is and where you want to go with that would be a big part of conquering that from at least one side to the other. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because this is a unique opportunity for me to ask some very pinpointed questions, right? Because <laughs> right. there is that, like I, my oldest daughter is 27. So Good my oldest is 27. <laughs> and then I have another one that's 22. Oh, okay. So 27, 22, five and three. Yeah, figure that that out. (laughs) So, but but the, you know, the, it's just watching that communication gap though, right? Right. And then, like, my neighbor, he's 80, right? And he will text, but it is like (laughs) the shortest, briefest thing ever, right? Or he'll just call me and he'll say, you know, damn it, quit texting do the buttons work on your phone? You can call me, you know? And so does he so at least sign it like an email? Does he <laughs> sincere well, he, warm regards? No, I mean, it is just like, yes, no, that's it. I, that's all right, you're right. succinct. It's, I like it. Yeah. Right. Very, very to the point. Right. Right. But what's interesting though, is looking at you know, how you look at all these things versus how I look at these things. Right. Right. And, you know, how do you see the future of technology affecting the generation under you? Oh, oh. (laughs) big question. I really, I mean, you know, the market's not the same as it was six months ago, let alone a year ago, five years ago, 10, even 50, like you keep going back and it, it just, con- the gap gets continually bigger. And I, I don't think we'll see that progress stop. I do think we'll see the type of progress evolve less so from the more mechanical engineering now to the backside where um, we're really seeing a lot of developers and designers really take advantage of how much is on the screen. And I would say at ProShark 2, one of the things we want to focus on is that experience for the customer because they don't get that brick and mortar experience anymore. They don't get to go into a store, touch and feel. So instead, what we rely on, especially on the design side, 
is that experience and being able to draw a customer in, show them your brand, show them your messaging in a way that's creative, innovative, that gets people excited again to go at least to visit a store is now online presence where they can't go in physical presence. Um, And really just being able to have that experience, I think draws people out. And I think we've seen it even with certain gizmos and gadgets like VR has really, and AR have really kind of taken over. Um, I think we'll continue to see that develop and grow. And I think we'll begin to see that go from less of a gaming side and more in now even into business. We already have seen it kind of go into that side of really drawing the experience in, even through the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting where it we've been mm-hmm. and where we've, where we're going. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is a conversation we could carry on for hours, perhaps, it's true. <laughs> and, uh, perhaps another time. Um, but, but, you know, to kind of wrap this up, uh, I always like to ask people this question, if you could pick someone that could have been here today with us, friend, mentor, dad alive, doesn't matter, that you could ask one of the most burning questions that you wanted to ask, who would that be? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> that's a lot of options too, particularly because I do get to bring someone back to life. And there's obviously a lot of figures uh, throughout time that I would love to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think in the context of this discussion specifically, I would have to ask, I'm going between two in my head. I'd have to ask Mr. Dwayne, the rock Johnson to actually join us. That would probably (laughs) not just because I'm a fan. I am a large, a big fan of his movies and his uh, media and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But he as an entrepreneur, what he's accomplished is nothing short of incredible between his WWE career acting his now termana tequila uh, business is, I mean, it's, widely successful, um, even now to his project rock with under armor, you really just see someone who's taken every opportunity to create and continually develop and drive new ideas and the way things are done. He's really created a brand, not just for his own businesses, but around himself of genuine authenticity of, you know, really just representing everything that he is. And I think that's a really really powerful thing. In fact, I think there's little in business that's as powerful as someone who's confident in who they are and passionate about what they do. So I would, that would probably be my question is, you know, what drives that kind of passion and that kind of creativity as he continues to develop new businesses? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at some of the best innovators in the world, right? Right. And, and it makes you, it really makes you, you question, you know, how does that happen, right? Exactly. How, how do you, um, how do you put yourself in a space to where that happens? To where, because you know it just doesn't poof happen, right? Mm-hmm. It takes work. It takes <laughs> all these things, you know. But but I think uh, looking at somebody like Steve Jobs, right? Right. I think he was just extremely smart in who he surrounded himself with, and. I can imagine he was like one day he was like probably out on a run and was wearing a, <laughs> a, a, an old tape player and it didn't have enough music on it. And he came back and he was like, I want to put 800 songs on a device this small. Go. 
And then he <laughs> locked everybody in a black room for the next eight months until they figured it out. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's how that worked in my mind. Probably. You know, it really is true. My close second was Alexander Graham Bell. And I'd love to yeah. see what he thinks about where phones have gone. I really, yeah, right. <laughs> how they've gone from uh, communication to just one person to now we can communicate with millions, if not billions on just the single device that um, at least some of his work started. And so I think that would probably be, that was a close second, but I, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, great. Well, Hey, how do people get a hold of you guys and, and work with you and do all that stuff? Well, yes, please visit us anytime at proshark.com. Uh, we're always there. We're always available anytime. If you guys want to set up a meeting, please feel free to do so. We're always happy to talk and see how we can help you. There's a lot of different facets. I understand to marketing and everything that goes into digital marketing. So if you have any questions regarding uh, your digital marketing strategy, we do do a DSMR, which is a digital strategy marketing roadmap. Uh, we also do websites, things like that. Uh, so if you have any questions or even just are concerned or would like to know more, please feel free to visit. We're always there. Awesome. Jordan Phillips, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much really for having me. Appreciate you being here and I wish you all the best. Thank you. You as well. All right. Great. Well, hey, thank you Tur for uh, tuning into this episode of War Room Moments. This is Jason Miller, uh, your host. Remember, always dream it, believe it, and achieve it. It's Jason Miller signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.